This podcast includes discussions about alcohol and the consumption of alcoholic beverages by those of legal age here in the U.S. We ask that you drink responsibly and to take care of yourself if this kind of content can be triggering. We love you and thank you for listening. everybody and welcome to flanking bonus podcast where my best friend robert and i drink some drinks and talk the talk mostly about nerdy shit and then sometimes we're super depressing and then sometimes it's wholesome and then sometimes we just tangent into trauma tonight we'll probably have a little bit of everything (laughs) first our normal segment for our podcast uh where we talk about our drinks at the table robert what are you drinking today? I am drinking uh, a beer from Elysian Brewery, which is Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. Uh, is one of the last beers that I have left in my mini fridge uh, from the before times, from like October. Uh, and I'm finally getting through it. Um, so that's what I'm drinking tonight. Kind of boring, but it is what it is. How the turntables, how it is now your turn to pull from the back of the fridge to see what you have to drink. (laughs) And as always, I have tequila behind me, so maybe I'll spice it up halfway. Who knows? Just take like three shots in the middle of our recording. It'll be fine. Just as a reminder, this podcast is only 35 minutes long on average. (laughs) Right? Oh my goodness. What a a significant second half we would have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tonight, I am drinking something new. I am drinking watermelon liqueur and raspberry lemonade because I wanted something fruity that may or may not get me tipsy. No, I am not. I've had three of them. I'm not there and I'm sad about it. How much, how much is in the, how much alcohol by volume for the, I don't fucking remember. Okay. I don't know. Not is, enough. Does that drink have a name or is this like a concoction that you found? It's or? the fucking decrouper, whatever it's called. Like the cheapy, like, schnapps, basically. It was like $13, bottle, $13 for the bottle, so it was pretty oh. cheap. Um, but half this glass is that fucking liquor, so why is it not working? <laughs> it's one, day, one day I'll be tipsy for this podcast. It won't be today, though. Not today. Another day. There won't Perhaps. be any difference in the way that I act, but one day. Written in the annals of history. (laughs) One day COVID will be over. (laughs) One would hope. So don't tease the audience like that, Robert. They talked about opening Disneyland today. Yeah, 15% capacity is is what I saw. Yep. That sounds not great because I don't think we're ready yet. Uh, Especially California, which has the highest rate of fucking COVID cases. Indeed. Uh, so, tonight, we're discussing not sad things and not food. Which Who means, are we? I, I don't know. Uh, we are... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sponsored by So Nerdware? Yes, that. <laughs> we are sponsored by SoNerdware.com. You can go there and use code BURP at checkout and or... Not and or or flanking uh, to get ten percent off your order. Uh, Burp is more efficient uh, for obvious reasons, um, and we must pay homage to the maker of burps, Daniel B. 
Just imagine, though, if you could use flanking and burp and get 20% off, but Maddie won't let us be that powerful. You know what? That's also not how percents add together. I know, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay. But also, 10 plus 10 is 20, motherfucker. <laughs> That's not how percents apply, though. 10 plus 10 is 20. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's, it's not. Um, I didn't go to school for math, Robert. I think we're both too gay to math, but... <laughs> I have uh, a degree and it's not in math. I also have a degree in some math, but not a lot of math. I haven't taken math since 2012. It's 2021. I'm going to, same, I think. I took statistics and I only got a B. I also took statistics and did often. B is a lot better than what I did. Uh, I was not a good I, student. I feel like a B is not awful. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I clarified it. B is for a second, awful. you sounded like my mother. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the accidental trauma. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, so tonight we're discussing television shows, specifically ones we like. I presume. I mean, I guess. Indeed. So there's a couple categories that things fall into. Uh, favorite show. Uh, comfort show, they could be the same show. Uh, guilty pleasure show, uh, that type of thing. Uh, where did you want to start? I have literally no idea. Okay. I literally what? have a little index card that has five TV shows written on it that I enjoy. And then on the other side, just in case we went that far, I have five animated shows on the other side <laughs> in case we got to that point. Because I do keep them in separate categories. Mm -hmm. So I wrote this uh, before I went on my stream today. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe this will help me. And now I don't know if it will, because you <laughs> gave me different parameters. <laughs> we can use your parameters. Oh, it's okay. I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll figure it's it fine. out. Um, I'll, I'll start um, with some of my favorite shows. Um, and some of them fall into the, the guilty pleasures uh, side of things, too. Uh, I really like Friends. I think Friends is one of my favorite shows of all time. I know. Gr grew up watching it with my family. Uh we would watch like the reruns at like seven o'clock. That was pretty typical. Um, as we ate dinner. Um, so I, I like, I grew up on that. Um, Gilmore Girls is another one of my favorite shows. I, uh, in my adolescent years, uh, like early teens, I'd watch that with my mom. Uh, One Tree Hill is probably a show that I have watched way too many times. Uh, and that is definitely a guilty pleasure show. <clears throat> um, I like Friday Night Lights quite a bit. It's a really good show. Um, what do you got? Well, I have not seen any of the shows that you've mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> to start with. Um, I also don't think I would like any of those shows because they're typically not the type of shows that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, all those shows lasted forever and never ended until they ended. Um, and I have the attention span of a gnat. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> um, I suppose uh, for, for me, I'm going to start off with my favorite show because it's mm -hmm. the easiest for me to, to mm -hmm. kind of dig into. And that is the show Leverage. Mm -hmm. Great which show. I, which I found after it had already been completed. So it, uh, its finale aired in 2012, I believe. And 
I got into it a few years later because I found it on Netflix and I started watching it. And it's literally, to me, because opinions matter, um, one of the best shows in television, period, because just mm-hmm. because of the way they portray those characters mm-hmm. and the character growth, especially for Parker. I don't know if, if anyone listening has seen mm-hmm. Leverage. It's literally amazing. Um, Leverage 2 is coming out, which has been given a title that I have forgotten and I feel bad about. I'm going to look through my Twitter and try and find it. Uh, <laughs> because it's important to me. It's something redemption. Uh, but Parker is my second favorite character. And I'll talk about my favorite character in a second. But Parker is my favorite character is one of my favorite characters because her character growth is so much different from like your typical character growth. Mm-hmm. Um, because like a lot of people, I kind of view Parker um like I see her, like a lot of people like see her as having autism mm-hmm. because of the way that she interacts with everybody. And I think the showrunners for that show said that they did base that off of that with her. Um, so she learns how to like, one, to control her emotions, to show her emotions, how to like process her emotions. And like, because like what uh, Sophie says during one of the, one of the episodes is that Parker doesn't touch. And then like, after Parker hasn't seen her in a while, like goes up and like hugs her. The hug is very awkward, but it's like Parker hugging. And it's like, oh my God, Parker is touching because mm-hmm. Parker didn't touch. And mm-hmm. her character arc is just so glorious to watch. And also just unrelated to that is because the showrunners have also stated that um, Hardison, Parker and Elliot are actually a couple. Like all three of them are a couple. <clears throat> they are a polyamorous couple. And I love them so fucking mm-hmm. much. You don't see that in media whatsoever. Yeah. Like, and even before I was really, ex- really exposed to like polyamory and stuff like that. I mean, I grew up reading fan fiction. I grew up in fandoms and stuff like that. So we had OT3s, which is what they were called um, before, you know, actual, mm-hmm. I learned actual language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but to have them, even if it was never explicitly said in the show, for them to come out afterwards and say, oh yeah, by the way, they actually are a couple. Mm-hmm. And they do like look after yeah. each other and take care of each other. And they each have their own separate dynamic with each other. And then they have one together as a group. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> um, I hope we get to see more of that in the. I am very, because uh, uh, um, the interview that I retweeted and talked about was with, uh, I forget his name, but the actor who plays Hardison. Mm-hmm. Um, he is only, mm-hmm. unfortunately, a part-time character for the first season of leverage too because he's actually filming another show right now at the same mm-hmm. time um so he is a uh, side character technically but he, he, he isn't was a significant also, part he was a small the same actor played a small role on friday night lights i do seasons. think i know this mm-hmm. knew that yes mm-hmm. um Tatum. <laughs> what what yeah what that's his character anyway but also his character is, has a sister in the new show has a, mm. has a foster sister mm. we get to see her and that's going to be super exciting and i don't remember what i was talking about before who's your so so parker's your your second favorite character who's your favorite character in the show elliot yeah yeah i love elliot because i love characters with dark backstories mm-hmm. who aren't <laughs> necessarily dark themselves like mm-hmm. i wouldn't say that elliot is an edgy character um he is a very deep character which I enjoy. There are mm-hmm. so many layers to Elliot, but also how he enjoys things are not, that are not, that are, you know, gender typed is something 
like mm-hmm. feminine. Like he loves cooking, which depending on how you look at it, can either be seen as masculine or feminine, you know, mm-hmm. oh, women belong in the kitchen. But mm-hmm. if you're a chef, you're, you're only a man. Like only men can be chefs. Like, yeah, it's weird. What, what the fuck? Like, what is this dichotomy? Because like, I guess being a chef is seen as like being an artist, but if you're just in the kitchen, like at home, where mm-hmm. women are supposed to be, then that's where you belong. And blah, blah, blah. you can't make it an art. It's just your yep. job. And I, fucking <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> gender norms. Um, I just, and he's not afraid to show his emotions and to mm-hmm. be open about them. Once he opens up to you as a person and once he gets to know you, I just, Elliot's character is always like super settled with me. It's mm-hmm. like one of my comfort characters that I, I can watch him in almost anything. I haven't seen him in his other shows, like The Librarian and stuff. I have them in my queue and I just haven't watched them. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have him coming back for Leverage 2 also makes me very excited. Because yeah. Christian Kane, and of course I know my favorite character's actor's name. Um, I think I really, I think I settled on him being my favorite. Because I think before this episode, Parker was my favorite. Um, but the episode in season four, I think, is when he sings. Mm-hmm. because christian kane is a country singer mm-hmm. irl um, before he started acting full-time and his voice is so lovely mm-hmm. so lovely and also how elliot just gets to sleep with whoever he wants but it's not gross mm-hmm. but it's not gross and it's not seen as gross and i love that but if like you know sophie or parker did that there might be other things yeah. said that i would have to fight somebody over mm-hmm. um I am also interested in the fact that they replaced Nate's character with somebody new, but I think that's also because his actor was problematic. Timothy Dalton? Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Timothy something. I think his I think he ended up being problematic somehow, so that he's not coming back for the ship for the second mm. show. Yeah. And they replaced him with someone else. Interesting. I'm curious how they're gonna pull that off. Um uh, I always loved Hardison when I watched the show. Oh, I love him so much. I love Hardison. I think the character has had a great sense of humor uh, that I really enjoyed and vibed with. I would I would probably go Hardison Elliot as like my top two characters from that show. I just that's why I love all three of them together, so I don't mm-hmm. have to separate them. Because <laughs> yep. they're all they're one unit. <laughs> yep, one they are polycule. one unit. Yep. one little polycule. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, and each of them like hit a different niche for me. This this show is just talk. This this episode is just talking about <laughs> leverage. Yeah. It's so good. Um, each of them hits home for me in a different way. Each mm-hmm. character has that one or two like aspects yeah. of their character that just really hit home for me. And Hardison being nerdy and a person of color, mm-hmm. like of course, rings really loud for me. Um, yeah. And I love how confident he is about it, but at the same oh, time, yeah. you can see that he's also insecure. Mm-hmm. But it also like learns to like work with that and work around it. Mm-hmm. And also, him crushing on Parker from the very beginning is just mm-hmm. is so precious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Parker is beautiful. Um, yeah. Her actress is beautiful. She actually is a guest character in another favorite show of mine, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about because I'm gonna have to scream about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't get to see her very often, especially because that, yeah. that particular character is shaded or like off camera just slightly most of the time that she's actually on screen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, but she's so beautiful. Show me her face. <laughs> Show me Beth Risegriff's face. She's also a huge nerd. She's like really good friends with Will Wheaton and has been seen on his old show before. Cool. And because Will Wheaton's in that show, he's a guest yeah. character from time to time, mm-hmm. which I forget because 
I'm not, I'm nerdy, but I'm not super nerdy to the point that I knew that Will Wheaton was in other nerdy shows before yeah. I saw him in like the tabletop environment. Okay. okay. Do you know like where Will Wheaton is most famous? No? Yes. Yes. What is it? Question mark. Uh, I can't remember if it's Trek or Gate. It's, it's Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. I, I couldn't remember if it was him or... Because I don't think I actually saw the, that one with mm -hmm. him in it. He, well, he's I knew, a, what, I knew like he was a, in one of them. He's a reoccurring character in Star Trek The Next mm -hmm. Generation. He plays Wesley Crusher, which is a character that everybody hated in the first season. <laughs> Why does Will Wheaton always play characters who are hated? One might wonder. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, <clears throat> he also plays a serial killer mm -hmm. in Criminal Minds in one episode. Yep, I was just like, "Oh, it's Will Wheaton." Oh, you're playing a particularly gross serial killer. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, you do this real well. I hate it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because he plays chaos and leverage. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, is he coming back for leverage too? Anyway, can we talk about another show? Because I feel like we've just tangented off of leverage. <laughs> yes, leverage yes. is one of the best shows in existence. Please watch it. Except mm -hmm. you can't because it's not on Netflix anymore. Where is it? Um, I think it's on, what is it? Peacock? Okay, Peacock, yeah. I think, or another another I, like free have, service that you can yeah. watch that on. I've got the Peacock. Something like that. I can't yeah. remember. So what show do you want to talk about now? Well, today. <laughs> um, so, in hey, doing minimal hey Dana, research. Dana, what's your comfort show? Um, so in doing minimal research for this episode, where as in, I was looking up shows that I really enjoy and wanted to talk about, mm -hmm. um, I logged into my Hulu for the first time in like four or five months. Mm -hmm. And one of the very first things that are on the homepage is Criminal Minds. And I was like, oh, so they added Criminal Minds to Netflix? Oh, from, like, is it moving from Netflix to Hulu? What's going on? So I clicked it. It's only three seasons. And do you know what those three seasons are? The three seasons that are on Netflix that have been out for several years. <laughs> uh. So too much information for everybody, but I literally have rewatched Criminal Minds from one to 12 countless times. I currently just, I just restarted it again, like last week and mm -hmm. I'm in season, the end of season two, beginning of season mm -hmm. three right now. Mm -hmm. Um, always ending on the cliff, the cliffhanger of season 12 because it's not on Netflix and it wasn't coming to Netflix because yeah. of copyright. Only to log into the one streaming service that I actually pay for <laughs> to find out that the last three seasons were there and nobody <laughs> told me. I have three other people on my Hulu account. They all know about my criminal minds addiction and nobody told me. I'm sorry that I didn't tell you. I didn't know. I didn't see it. I didn't look. I'm offended. I'm so sorry. I'm offended. But yes, Criminal <clears throat> Minds is my comfort show. Mm -hmm. And it's not even because I'm like into like, like, because it can get gross. Like, oh, yeah. Um, it can get super gross. And it's gross. like super exhausting. Like the reason Mandy Patinkin left the show is because he couldn't stand dealing with basically losing every day. Like mm -hmm. people getting like you know, hurt and killed and a lot of other gross things happening to him every single day. And that's what every episode's about, um, which can get exhausting. Um, I can mm -hmm. see why he left the show. Mm -hmm. Totally understandable. But I guess there's just something about the way that the show is like 
like I guess it's mostly the the actors and the characters mm-hmm. that they play that keep me wanting to watch it. Yeah. Like earlier today before my stream when I had some time, I watched I finally watched the first season of season thir- or the first episode of season 13 and I yeah. cried like a bitch twice in the episode because I somehow managed over the last several years not to get spoiled for anything for the last three seasons. And I didn't know something happened in that episode and I bawled like a bitch. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And I'm really looking forward to actually getting to finish it. And I think, I think I I actually think that if I finish it, I won't have to, to keep binge watching it anymore. Or it's my cover show because when I'm doing other things Mm -hmm. and want something on in the background and it's not music, it'll be that show. Yeah. Um, but also, if I want to pay attention to something, I stop and pay attention to it, which happens a lot, even if I've seen every episode multiple times. Totally. Uh, so I think it's time for me to move on to something else. But yeah, that is my that is my comfort show. That's what <laughs> I do stop. with I do that with One Tree Hill and uh, Friday Night Lights a lot. Is I'll just start watching them through uh, because I can watch them in the background and not really care what's going on. Yeah. And, and they're they're just really. Friday Night Lights is a really underrated show. Um, I've never seen it. I absolutely adore. Uh, It's quote unquote about football, but it's not. That's about largely the human condition. Uh, You mean like our guilty pleasure show, All American? (laughs) Yes. I love All American. Season three is, is airing right now. We need to catch up. We're like seven episodes behind. Or I think it's more than that now. Maybe eight. Because that, that message was like a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah. Where it was like, oh, fuck, we're several episodes behind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would say I would say that... Uh, it also doesn't have that many episodes per season. I think it's, it's like 15, got... 16. Yeah, something like that. So, so, it's, so it's like halfway through now. Mm-hmm. At this point, we may as well just wait till it finishes to binge it after. Yeah, I don't even know if we can watch it. Like, what service is it on? You know? I have no idea. Probably Maybe. not. Exactly. It might be on Hulu. No, if it's on Netflix, it's probably not on Hulu. Now I have to look. Well, it's a CW show, so where are the CW shows? It's Netflix. Oh my god, it's on Hulu. Is it? Uh, But you have to watch with live TV. Oh. I think. Let me see. Clicking it. <laughs> live research. You know what's another show that you, both of us love? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Also on Hulu. <laughs> sponsor us hulu no um. no no it's only on hulu live so we'd have okay. to someone would have to have hulu live to do it mm-hmm. no that no that means dana you need hulu live because <laughs> i'm the woman with hulu yeah um no i love brooklyn 99 it's such a good show and i i love i think captain raymond j holt is one of the best characters on tv he is one of the best characters on tv i love him so mm-hmm. much I feel I love Brooklyn Nine Nine and treasure it and can rewatch it in a way mm. that some people watch The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it because I, I as a person, cannot handle secondhand embarrassment. Mm-hmm. But there's something about Brooklyn Nine Nine and the way that it immediately resolves that kind of tension that allows me to keep watching. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a few episodes of The Office and it's just constant secondhand embarrassment. Um, and so is Parks and Rec. And I love Parks and Rec. I forced myself to watch Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that it's just a secondhand embarrassment as fucking The Office. Yeah. Like, I, I love comedies, but secondhand embarrassment is something just, just it, it squicks me. I can't do it. 
Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's okay. The Brooklyn Nine Nine can stay forever if Rosa Diaz would please threaten me <laughs> and then hug me. Mm-hmm. Bisexual queen, <laughs> please, <laughs> Rosa Diaz. Uh, the thing I think that a lot of people discount Brooklyn Nine Nine. And one of the reasons why it got dropped by Fox before getting picked up by NBC. Uh, As we knew it would. Is because of uh, Andy Samberg. I think people see Andy Samberg and expect a certain type of show based around like his humor style. And there definitely yep. is that. But it is definitely not the focal point, And there is such a cleverness to his humor in that show. Mm-hmm. Like he is playing... Andy Samberg, but the supporting cast that's around them, like, brings out the best of his comedy style. Mm-hmm. I love Jake Peralta. Mm-hmm. For, you know, a typical cis man, white lead, he's great. Yeah. Um, but no, like, Jake is great, but the mm-hmm. supporting characters really make that show mm-hmm. what it is. Because mm-hmm. it's not the Jake Peralta show, it's the Brooklyn Nine Nine. Exactly. And it's... I I don't know if it's I, I know they said they were going on hiatus with everything that happened last year with like mm-hmm. police mm-hmm. brutality and stuff like that. Yeah. Um I haven't really kept up on it, but I am totally I was when everything was happening, I was totally down for what to be along with everybody else who was just like, you know, just <laughs> just start just start the new season with them working at the post office with no mention of the fact they all used to be cops. Yeah. <laughs> exactly it would be so good it would be so good especially since Uh, rosa diaz hates the post office from (laughs) yeah i remember when i asked you to watch that show because i found it so funny Mm -hmm. and then you finally started watching it and then you could finally understand i was i was like your bliss yeah i I was like okay okay uh so good it's such a good show um Another show that I liked uh, back in the day when it was airing um, was Burn Notice. Um, I've seen a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, it was a really fun show uh, that had... It played very much like a, a tabletop role-playing game, kind of, where each each episode was like a mission that was taking place, mm-hmm. and then there was like an overarching storyline that was taking place as well yep. that was cool. Uh, a lot but, of... Daytime TV is like that. Yeah. So I really like I really like that show. Um I liked Bones for that same reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Dexter and Breaking Bad are both really good shows that I enjoyed. I've seen Dexter, though I have not seen the last season. Yeah. Uh the last season's pretty meh. I but uh yeah, that's that's why uh, I haven't. Uh but the season with John Lithgow as the the other serial killer. Mm-hmm is one of the best seasons of any television show I've ever seen. It's so good because John Lithgow is so creepy in that. Also, I don't know. I think we have talked about this in a previous episode before, but I've never seen Breaking Bad except Mm -hmm. for the finale. Right. (laughs) And you're like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I literally went to this guy's house Mm -hmm. that I was talking to. We were hanging out. He's like, oh, hey, Breaking Bad's on. Do you want to watch? And I was like, sure, because I didn't give a fuck. I was hanging out with a cute boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched it. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's the end of Breaking Bad. And I was like, that was the end? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how do we get here? 
Um, and then last year, the same thing happened with another show where I went to my friend Erica's house and she was watching Bojack Horseman. Mm-hmm. And so I sat down with her and she watched an episode and I, like the, the episodes aren't very long, but I was like sitting with her and I was like petting her dog Maggie. And then the, and then the episode ended and she's like, well, there's the end of Bojack Horseman. And I was like, how did this happen to me again? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen any of Bojack Horseman ever. I've been told mm. that I need to watch it. And I watched, sat down and watched it with her thinking, oh, maybe I'll get into mm. it. And it yeah. was the fucking last episode. <laughs> Oh my god! That's amazing. <laughs> how does that keep? How does that keep happening to you? I if if it happens a third time, I'm just cursed. Yeah, I'm uh, actually half tempted to do it to you. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Why not? It'll be no. fun. Absolutely not. Okay. You fine. can't intentionally do it to me. It has to happen just on its own. Okay. Well, now you've put it out into the internet, so... I know! Now, mm-hmm. if it ever happens again, it can't be by accident. It would also require me to go hang out with people in real life. True! Which is a bit of a problem. Indeed. Um, we're running out of time, because we tangented on leverage really hard. We did. Um, another well, show that I really enjoy, that I wanted Robert to watch, okay. me, he never did, and I don't think, uh, is One Day at a Time, The Revival on Netflix. The show is so good, and it's so wholesome. And I have nobody to scream at it, scream to about it. I will add it to the list. So good. I was picked up for a fourth season. Mm-hmm. And I don't actually know if it ever, I, it was picked up by another channel and I, I'm kind of fuzzy on the details. It's been a while, um, but I don't actually know if it ever came out yet. Uh, mm. But the first three seasons on Netflix are still worth it. So good. Robert? What else is on your list? Oh, the only other show, I, that was actually an extra one because I thought about it after the fact. Uh, the, the other show of the four that we've now mentioned uh, is Harlots on Hulu. Oh, cool. I don't think it I've seen that. It is about prostitutes. Mm. And actually, it was introduced to me because uh, Carrie, Brian's wife, mm-hmm. mentioned it offhand that they were watching it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, a show about sex workers. Weird. But I'm going to give it a try. First episode, I fell in love with it. And I binged yeah. the, the two seasons that were out. Oh, I think yeah. it has three seasons now because the third the third season was coming out as I was binging the first mm-hmm. two. I was really upset because in the third season my favorite person died. Mm. That's rough. I was upset he's spaghetti. I've seen so much TV. Like too I many have not TV seen shows. enough. Just so much. I also don't see a lot of movies. Is there going to be another episode about movies? Uh, I mean. Uh, Probably at some point we, we still have to go back and we have, still have to finish Star Wars this or that, uh, and then we still have to finish. No, Star Wars this or that is done. It's oh, the is general it? this or that the that general. we have to do. We're a third of the way through that one. That's right. That's right. I remember now. It's a lot. Yeah, because we decided to tangent onto a Reese's episode. Why are you upset? Why are you? <laughs> How did we come to an episode that was just about Reese's? It wasn't. It was also a, a great uh, Tupperware anecdote story. Um, which follow up to that, uh, the Tupperware was cleaned and was brought to work filled with cookies. <laughs> I love cookies. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Hmm. Also, Speedrun, what are some animated shows that you like, Robert? Oh, animated shows. Star Wars The Clone Wars. Star yes. Wars Rebels. Yes. Um, uh, some Family Guy episodes. Uh, nah. 
uh, some episodes of Big Mouth. I've never seen that. Um, Did you watch BoJack Horseman? Nope. I haven't seen it. Except for the finale, I haven't seen yeah. it either. But yeah. I've been told that it's been good. I don't watch a ton of animated stuff usually. I know you don't. You don't like anime either. Mm. I'm the weeb out of the two of us. Right. My honorable mentions for animated shows are Fruits Basket, the anime, both the original and the revival that's currently coming out. Mm -hmm. I love you, Laura Bailey. I love you so much. Um, Archer from FX. Oh, I love Archer. It's so fucking good. I stopped really enjoying it. I think when they were doing uh, like the Miami Vice Vice, season, I stopped enjoying it after that. And I haven't watched anything after that. Mm -hmm. And I think I only got like halfway through Uh, Mm -hmm. Steven Universe, a beautiful show. Haven't seen I it. haven't got to see the ending yet or the movie, but I've heard it's beautiful and I cried several mm-hmm. times while watching mm-hmm. it. Um, She-Ra on Netflix. I haven't watched it. I literally, out of the 13 episodes that comprised the last season of She-Ra, I cried at 8 out of 13. Your baby. Catradora forever. <laughs> and then um, Danny Phantom. I haven't watched that either. What? Nope. No, I don't watch. It's well, it was a very large part of my childhood because it was actively airing while I was a kid. And it's really good about a ghost kid Mm. and his goth friend and his nerd friend. And it was so good because all the villains know who Danny is. Like Mm. Danny Phantom, they all know who he is. He's, I forget his last name, Danny Fenton, I think is what his name is. Um, But they literally know who all his loved ones are. So they could take them out at any point, and yet he continues to fight crime. Hmm. It's so good. It's so good. It's on Hulu if you ever want to add it to your list. It's really good. I, I never even heard of it until this moment. It was a Nickelodeon show. It's so good. Sam. I think we were showing the age gap between us. <laughs> no. Ooh. There's not a six-year age gap between us. No. I don't know what you're talking about. What? I know. I mean, all the shows that you enjoyed that I never watched, and then the shows that I have watched that you haven't watched, I don't see any age yeah. gap whatsoever. Yes. <laughs> There's lots of different tastes. So, uh, we should probably get out of here before the episode gets too long and too difficult to transcribe. Um, so, Dana, you're on the internet. Where Occasionally. Can you well, if you want to see all the things that I'm actively doing, you can find me on Linktree, which is linktr.ee slash Dana Libby. I am currently only in three streamed games at the moment on the internet. Every Monday, right now, you can find me on Silver RPG, playing in a Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition game as my Lasombra Keller, who is a bitch, and is simultaneously party parent, and I don't understand how that happened. Every Tuesday, find me on So Maddie Games' Twitch channel, who is also our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um playing either Star Trek with Robert or Call of Cthulhu, where I am winning the race to insanity. Mm. I also stream on my personal Twitch channel Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time, and occasionally can be seen on other Twitch channels playing games with my friends. Heck yes. Lit. Uh, You can find me also on the internet at Linktree, linktr.ee slash DSC underscore Smurf. Uh, I am uh, streaming... Uh, on Dumpstat Charisma Monday uh, and every other Tuesday, I do Dumpstat Plays. Uh, and then on the alternate Tuesday, I'm playing Star Trek with Dana and friends over on So Maddie Games channel. Uh, and then 
on All Nerds Here on Sundays in the morning, where I am playing a puppet who is playing a TTRPG for the first time. It's pretty great. So come check me out as I play the captain uh, who is playing Greg Bigman, uh, a himbo. So. Oh, you went with himbo and not super sad emo boy? Mm-hmm. I went I'm with proud himbo. Of you. Thanks. Yeah, uh, so that game we're playing monsters uh, who are defending a dungeon for a bad person. Uh, and everybody else is like playing like a monster type character. And I decided to play a human because humans are the biggest monsters of them all. God, that's too real. <laughs> Isn't it? It's too fucking real. Indeed. So thank you for listening. We love you very much. We will catch you on the next episode. Goodbye. You. Yeah.